up, everybody? Welcome to WTH Breakout, episode number four. I am Tommy, calling in remotely from uh, the, uh, the 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 smaller distant caves further down the hill. Um, and I am talking with a uh, Wilson who's holding down the fort. Yep, Wilson, I'm here. On? Oh, not much. It's probably going to sound a lot clearer on uh, on my voice instead of yours, but yeah, we'll I'm work that with really, it. I'm on that awesome AT&T 4G. Yeah, see, if you were on uh, Verizon, it'd sound way clearer. You know, rumor has it. I might be getting a new service here pretty soon. Oh, so that'd be good. So, yeah, well, hopefully I don't have to use it all the time. Hopefully I can actually be in the studio with you. But, yeah, you know. yeah, that'd be better. So how have you been, dude? I haven't seen you in a while. It's been like a few weeks. I know, it's been a long time. Too too long. I think we need to get back into some regular, you know, non-breakout episodes after this. Well, are you are you done with your your whole uh, mall Santa thing? I know I know Easter's come around the corner, and are you? It is, you but I got be... some time before that. So oh, okay, okay, yeah. I didn't know if it was like the same uh, training you have to do to become the Easter Bunny. No, since I already went through, you know, the Santa training, I kind of have okay. a, a leg up in the competition. So <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I listened to the the last episode you did with uh, Chris uh, without me, which yeah, was cool. That was fun. Um, yeah, no, you guys nailed it. You guys asked all the questions. I am uh, intrigued, though. I really want to go to the Eagles' nest. Yeah, when he told me about that, I was like, "Wow, I had no idea that was a thing." <laughs> well, I, I know that it um, it was a thing. I remember seeing it in that show, Band of Brothers. Um, but. According to, I mean, if it's legit in Band of Brothers, like, you're literally overlooking, like, some of the most beautiful mountains in the world. Yeah, that's what he was saying. And I'm like, that just seems like a bucket list thing for me. I never thought it would be a bucket list thing for me, but it it, it easily became one. Yeah. So, but uh, anything new? Uh, how, how's the studio holding down? Is, is, it, is it warm? Uh, it was until I had to shut my heater off for recording. So yeah. you, get, you guys might hear my jacket a little bit. I forgot to wear a sweatshirt, make it a little quieter, but I'm not taking my jacket off. The bow, chicka, bow, wow. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, uh, you know, where it's going to be hot, though, dude, is uh, wherever the Niners are playing next week. Oh, that's that's at Levi. Yeah. Because it's going to be uh, a Niners-Packers game. Green Bay. Yeah. yeah. Believe it or not. I watched my first football game today of oh, the whole wow. year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm telling you what, though, because uh, when I was at church early this morning, uh, I looked online, and the Chiefs were losing. It was like 24 to 0. Yeah. I was like, man, are they even trying? And I get out of church, and it's and like it's a 24 to 51 or something yeah. like that. I'm like. That was embarrassing. <laughs> How did that happen? Yeah. So, but I'm just glad the Seahawks are not in it. Um you know, I, me too. I feel kind of bad for uh, what's his name, the running back they picked up again, Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, yeah. it, it would have been cool for him to like come back mid-season, and be able to go to a Super Bowl. But you know what? It's not gonna happen. But isn't he basically doing like the LeBron thing? Just yeah, just walking, just trying to find the team that's winning, and just to get one more ring before he retires or whatever. Maybe or maybe he he wanted to like retire out with. The Seahawks, since he spent so much time up there, you know, who knows? Yeah, well, like I said, I don't really follow. I, I'm not gonna lie, I don't really follow football until it hits, uh, you know, 
postseason. And, you know, as far as I could tell right now, it's pretty exciting. We have some good teams in there. Yeah. Um, and the team that I grew up watching, you know, the Niners, uh, dude, they're killing it. They are. Um, they're very exciting to watch. Um, the Ravens got uh, kicked out yesterday uh-huh. by the Titans. The number six seed beat them. Yeah. And they were they were the number one, so Yeah. That's uh I, I'm really excited but I'm I'm really happy for the Niners this year because you know, with all the controversy with you know Kaepernick and everything that happened, it was like people were like, Oh, they're they're not gonna be able to go anywhere without him. Yeah. And to see that get thrown back into that guy's face just makes me super happy. <laughs> um I am not a fan of that guy whatsoever. Yeah. Um but yeah, dude, I almost ran into you. Uh, what was it? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yep. Came yeah. close. I went up. I went. It, it was kind of weird because just out of the blue yesterday, did you know there were three different instances of remembering a fallen officer that happened? Uh, what do you mean? So uh, they were going to do a memorial horseback ride for Brian Ishmael. Uh, and that was back on the same day that. Uh, Thin Line did their fundraiser for Brian Ishmael. So, but that ended up getting canceled. I guess the shops on Main Street in Placerville said that they didn't want the streets closed down or something. I don't know. But it got canceled. So they rescheduled it up in Auburn for yesterday. And so I was up, I was going up there because there was a, a bakery on the news that my wife and I saw and they had a lemon meringue cake. And I wanted a piece of it. So we went up there. And as we were going up there, we drove by the uh, fairgrounds. And I was like, man, that parking lot is packed. What's going on? And it, then it clicked in my head. I was like, oh, today's the memorial ride. And like on their flyer thing, it says uh, that they had to limit it to 400 riders. Now, is this horse or is this motorcycle? Horse. Wow. Yeah. Where did they ride? Did they ride through the town? Yeah, they rode through the town on the streets. Wow. But the, the, um, let me tell you, that entire parking lot, they definitely got the 400 people for sure. Good. That's good. Yeah. And then we were able to eat like some lunch on uh, like Main Street in Auburn. And uh-huh. uh, it was cool. There was like blue line flags all down the street and everything. So it was cool to see that. But then Thin Line yesterday also did helped out with a fundraiser for Natalie Corona. Yes where uh, I think her department was selling challenge coins so that they could raise money to be able to go to the National Police Officer Memorial in D.C. this year. And uh, so Thin Line helped them out with that. And then also yesterday, they dedicated a park back... Oh, right, right. Yeah, where uh, Bobby French, a Sac County deputy who was shot and killed in 2017... They dedicated a park to him and put a monument up there and everything. So it was kind of cool. Think did, I, th- I think they did the same thing to Natalie Corona in Davis. Did they? The same weekend, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Because I got notice on my phone because I worked down in there. I got notice on my phone that they said they're going to have a bunch of uh, um, streets closed down. And so coming off of, uh, was it uh, National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day? I think this is the time they chose to do it. Yeah. 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 Plus, it was the one-year anniversary of Natalie Corona's um, yep. passing. So. Yeah. 
But I think I was thinking, man, it, it's it's cool to see, like, even with the Bobby French thing, like he passed away two, almost three years ago now. And yeah. but there there's still people out there that are like remembering him and memorializing him. So it's cool to see that there's still support, even though it's past like, you know, there's always going to be a bunch of support right when it happens. Right. But it's cool to be able to see that there's still support even after the fact. Exactly. Now, do you know where that um, memorial is for Bob French? Uh, so the park, when they on the news, I could see a sign. It's close to 80 and Greenback and Elkhorn. Also not too far from me. So maybe I'll swing by sometime. Yeah. Because I, I know like when I called you yesterday, I was um, celebrating my brother-in-law's birthday. And so we went out to sushi beforehand and yeah, I saw that. Bit. I saw that sushi boat. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think my my one brother-in-law, he always orders for us because he he knows what we like, and yeah. I can never remember. So he just picks like eight rolls, and just like this, 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 and just goes. And she comes out, and before we've eaten there many times, and they usually bring out just different plates. They come out with this huge wooden boat. Yeah. Full of um, just different types of sushi, and we. Uh, annihilated that thing. Um, <laughs> I think I had, I think I annihilated more of it because there was like three pieces left at the end and no one was wanting them. And I'm, and I didn't want them because I was full, but I'm like, I'm not gonna let that go to waste. Yeah. So I ate them and, you know, I felt fantastic <laughs> afterwards. But then we had some time to kill because um, we, uh, we were, had another event planned that we're gonna go to after um, in the area where. Thin Line Brewing's at, and so I'm like, hey, let's go to Thin Line. They're doing a fundraiser, and even though we were there, I think before the fundraiser started, we I just wanted to show my brother-in-laws and some of the other guys that we were with uh, the, the the brewery because it's 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 cool to look at, yeah, um, and it's cool to just be around that and everything. And got there, and um, right when I got there, I walked in and saw Corey, and she just looks at me, she goes. You just missed your other half. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm like, oh yeah, I heard heard Wilson beat me to it. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you know, I talked to Scott and everything and said hi to introduce him to all the guys and played some rounds of cornhole in that back room back there. Yeah. Um, which apparently I'm horrible at. Um <laughs> and then uh then as we were leaving, they had that big semi that I sent you the pictures of. Yeah, that thing's cool. Oh, I, I mean I've seen pictures of that thing. I think it travels all across the US to different events and it has um I'll maybe I'll post some pictures of it to the website yeah. or the um Facebook, Facebook and it, and it, and it shows um it's every officer that died in the line of duty in 2019 and um on the side of the truck you know I, I saw where it had Brian Ishmael's name on it um and everything I took a picture of that it's just pretty surreal seeing that thing um you know it's a black semi really nice looking semi and then it has a uh, you know a blue line on it and all that. Yeah. Um, and then towards the end, we, we actually left right around the time the fundraiser was starting because our event that we um, had tickets for um, started right at the time that the fundraiser started. So as we were leaving, a lot more people were showing up, which is still, like you said, awesome to see a year after the event happened. You yeah. know that support still coming out. Um, you know, so it, it's an awesome thing. And I, I want to thank Thin Line again for putting that thing on. You know, it, it's uh, truly amazing the, you know, seeing all the support that that place gets during these times. 
and it, it's uh it's just an incredible and i guess they made a new uh a new sour yeah they did i mean it, it, i think it's it's the same sour it's just aged longer is what scott was telling me i think he said it's with a different fruit or something like that because he had me try and I, I i can't remember i'm like i don't know the difference it's a, it's a vanilla cherry vanilla <clears throat> i think yeah he had me yeah. try that and i said that that's that's ours are kind of your thing that you like and yeah. i'm like yeah it was good though and then I, I told them about the tommy girl how i uh posted on untapped so um <laughs> it's a legit it's it's legit now so yeah. you could actually go there and order the tommy girl drink yeah <laughs> which i think is oh and i guess I, we had it wrong i guess it wasn't the uh the honey it was it was the blonde apparently oh okay yeah because the, the honey wasn't theirs that was um something else that was from uh what was it uh from the other brewery i think down the street oh okay and so theirs was the blonde with that blue whatever the blueberry syrup but no it was it was kind of funny but then we went and did some axe throwing dude yeah have you are heard you, of those places no but are you as good at axe throwing as you are at cornhole dude apparently <laughs> I needed to grow up in the mountains because, which I technically did. Dude, first throw, bullseye. No way. Second throw, bullseye. What? Third f- throw, bullseye. I'm like, okay, this is, what am I, like, this doesn't happen to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so, so this place, uh, which has an awesome name, it, it's kind of like a play on words. It's called the Smart Axe. Oh. I see what they did there. <laughs> and so uh, you're in like these little cages and you throw an axe. And when I first got there, I was like a little, uh, what's the word? Um, discouraged because we had a bridal shower next to us. <laughs> so uh, you had these ladies screaming super loud, being obnoxious. The axe is flying all over the place. <laughs> but it's it's within the confide of their cage. Yeah. And super loud so i'm like way too much estrogen in here we need to man it up a little bit so they're playing like some heavy metal music which i'm like oh heck yeah you know this is what's up yeah and they started playing some Def leopard i'm like oh this is my jam then they went to justin timberlake hey there's nothing wrong with jt no i'm talking like <laughs> like like not good jt Uh-oh. and then it got then it started like i think it started going playing into some cisco maybe some 98 degrees backstreet boys i'm like all right dude this is I'm, I'm, I'm not that's because that's because right the bridal thing they went up and and asked the left. dj oh really yeah they left i was <laughs> like i don't know maybe maybe that was their turn maybe, maybe they put like a 20 bucks in the jukebox oh and they, yeah and it started to play i don't know but that place was cool man uh it, it was a good time uh so i mean like i said i i never knew i was that good at throwing an axe but if it's an olympic sport dude i'm gonna try out <laughs> Because my, my me is me and my brother in law Bryce we were going uh, against each other, and it, I mean it didn't get heated but well, we were crap talking each other, pretty bad. <laughs> and and there was at one point he did, he wasn't even looking at the target he just looks at me straight in the face he goes like this and he throws the axe and he didn't get a bullseye but he got it, it was pretty close. I'm like gosh dang it. <laughs> well he's he's from Montana so he's a mountain man he was bred for this. It's a, it's like the the even manlier version of like throwing darts at the bar. Yes, yeah. very manly. And then, and then uh, it, like a manlier version of, of bowling. Yeah. <laughs> but 
but no, that place is very, very cool though. It, it was just an all around good time. Um, you know, good time to celebrate my brother-in-law's birthday. Uh, and that's something I never, I never would have thought of doing was axe throwing. Yeah. I didn't even you know, know that was a thing. Yeah. Apparently they're going to start doing beer there, which a lot of people are like, well, that's going to be a bad mixture. I'm like, but it's really not because you only have one axe at a time. Yeah. And they monitor it pretty good. Do and, they? And, there's really no way you're going to get hit with an axe because it's like a steel cage. And unless you're being really dumb and you're throwing it like you're throwing a baseball, like extremely hard and have it hit the back, the backdrop where the target's not at, it won't bounce back to you. Yeah. It, it, it's not going to, um, it won't come backwards. I mean, it might a little bit, but not too much. Huh. So I, I'm thinking, uh, you know, you and I do a bro date there. Oh, okay. Release some, release some stress. Yeah. Then yeah. then we'll go do the the haunted tour of Old Zach. Oh, dude. Yeah. I want to. I wish that'd be cool if they let us broadcast live from that. That'd be cool. What if What if there's like <laughs> like something happens? Like we record, but we don't know. We pick something up, like on the recording, and then like you play it play it back. Oh yeah. Oh, dude. be cool. Be a good story. Yeah. <laughs> Watch is gonna which, happen, and people are gonna be like, "Oh, you fake that!" Yeah, yeah. Then, then we get shut down for, um, you know, being being fakers. And then, <laughs> then uh, speaking of live recordings, this is, this is something I haven't talked to you about yet. Uh, well, kind of. I I kind of have, but um, you know that we we are possibly brewing a beer, correct? Oh yeah, I heard about that. Okay, so I'm thinking when we do this. We also do a live broadcast there when it gets released. When it gets released or when we, not when it's getting made, right? When it, yeah, when it gets released, when it gets put on tap. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think that's the way to go. And I talked to Scott and he, he said the same thing. So dude, I just got, I just got the chills, dude. Cause, I know. Cause like one that, that, that's kind of like, I can't believe that's going to happen. Yeah. But two. Man, talking in front of actual people, that's different. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that, that might be that might be a whole different show for everybody because yeah. that's two different things. We we still gotta come up with a name for the beer too. Well, I'm telling you, I already told you my idea. I'm not gonna tell it on the air, but yeah. I already told you my idea. And I, I, I told Scott that he goes, see, there you go, you already got it. Yep. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but I want people to ask, you know, what does that mean? And then it, you know, kind of like has a meaning behind the beer yeah and it, and it also promotes the show yeah <laughs> at the same time but i'm like excited for like the science part of that yeah it's a um, lot of it's a lot of fun I, I was telling scott yesterday that it was like uh every time i look at a brewery i feel like i should be like walter white and like dressed up in that yellow suit like <laughs> you know making the that that clear blue whatever they called it and breaking bad yeah i, mean, I think it just looks like it's like a like a full-on like meth lab i mean i think it's cool <laughs> yeah it's like, you have like huge uh oh what are those called the um the the, the big ball buckets that they brew it in what are those called yeah i forget what they call it because my like my home brew, yeah like it looks like or... a silo a little mini silo and his but, a lot of his are named after like uh, Top Gun characters. Yeah, which that's coming out this year. So I know I, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited about that. No, that's definitely cool though. Uh, I wonder if you would rate that one a five, dude. 
I don't know. I, I'm beer? telling you, there's always there's always room for improvement. So you got to yeah, leave that but, room. But here's the thing, though, dude. We have to use both of put both of our heads together on this because I'm gonna be there with you, and you know I don't like the really hoppy beers. Yeah. So it's got to be something that we both like. If I'm putting my stamp on it, dude, I gotta like it too. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe maybe we'll make it so that you can mix it with some of that syrup. Oh, there you go. Like so you can so you can also so you can make it the Tommy version if you just add a little Tarani syrup. Yeah. I dig it, dude. Yeah. I like it. Now I just gotta make my own Tarani syrup. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta call them now. Yeah. <laughs> New sponsor. Um, oh yeah, you you mentioned this yesterday, and I think it needs to be said and it needs to be brought up because because and I know I know where you were going with that because you, you it it was a little jab at me. I I I know what you're doing. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. I know what you're doing. I see. And, and, uh, well, and, well, I know that you said uh, you were gonna try and uh, that was gonna be like a resolution for you, you know, what? so you didn't have to pay so much for clothing anymore. Is that what you're oh, talking well, about? Oh, wow, <laughs> that's not even what I was talking about. Oh. But that, that 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 too apparently. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about that real quick because there's two things. So, so, so you texted me and you said, "Hey, uh, there's these shirts for sale, and it was, it was the really cool shirts." Yeah, it's the it's basically the semi truck. It's like the 2019, uh, not 2000, like you know, it, it's last year's. Uh, all the law enforcement officers that died in the line of duty, but it's on a shirt, like their names on the back of a shirt. Yeah, and it's got like a silhouette of a police officer kneeling, uh, holding a folded flag behind right. it. And, and you said, do you want one? I'm like, yeah, I'm all, how much? And you sent me the price. <laughs> and then after that, what did you say? I said, oh, but you're a little bit bigger. So you cost $2 more. Yep, because more fabric. <laughs> yep. Which I laughed, which I laughed. But that's not what I was talking about. Oh. <laughs> I was talking about the text that you said, you're because <laughs> I know you always give me a hard time. You go, hey. When you heard the drummer from Drive, oh. did you cry? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> you said, did you cry? And then my response was like, no, I didn't cry, but I got a little misty-eyed because that guy was like a legend. You know, I was like. I was like well, you kind of, I, I kind of felt bad after it because you said oh, I got a little misty-eyed because he was a legend and I went and saw him live with my dad and I was like, ah, oh, dang it. Yeah. Well, what's funny about that <laughs> concert, when my, when my dad and I went and saw Rush, um, because you know, I'm not a like a diehard fan of Rush, more because of the lead singer's voice, Getty Lee. His his voice is really high pitched and annoying, but they're all fabulous musicians. I mean, they're great what they do, especially Neil Peart. The guy is like the best drummer in the world, in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinions as well. And so when my dad and I we paid good money to go see them out at Sleep Train Arena or I think it was Sleep Train, or not Sleep Train Arena, uh, Sleep Train Amphitheater. Yeah. Um, and we got, we paid good seats. You know, we were super excited because that was my dad's drumming idol growing up. And then just, he turned me on to him. He's like, hey, man, you got to check this guy out. So we went and, you know, Rush is playing and all that. And there's these signs uh, at the amphitheater that say no smoking. But everywhere around us, people are smoking pot and lighting up and everything. Yeah. My dad's starting to get mad. Because, I mean, I'm an adult, you know, at this time. I can't remember what year this was, but I, I'm definitely an adult. I'm definitely over the age of 21. Um, so it's not like he's, like, protecting, like, his 12-year-old kid or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so my dad get, got mad, and he went and asked, like, an usher. He's just like, 
hey, he's like, uh, yeah, it says no smoking, yet everyone around us is lighting up. Like, can we move to a different area? They're like, no, you pay for these seats, you can't move. He's like, yeah, but these people are smoking, and the sign clearly says no smoking, and we can't even breathe where we're at. And, then, and they were arguing with us, so my dad's like, you know what, forget it. So then, I mean, we couldn't move to an equal seat. They wouldn't let us move to an equal seat. We could move to a lesser seat, so basically further back or up in the um, grass. Yeah. So we went up into the grass and walking around, and I don't want to sit down in the grass, and so we're just like, let's just go. So we were, we were kind of frustrated. So we just left the concert. It was like halfway through. We were kind of bummed about it, but it was still a memory, you know, of yeah. going to that. Uh, but yeah, he, he passed away, dude. That the and the thing about Neil Pert is is his talent. Uh, it, you could have been a country artist, a heavy metal, jazz, anything, ever, any musical genre. You knew who Neil Pert was, and you respected him for his musical talent. And my feed on my Facebook was just nothing but positive things about that guy. And I forget when this happened, but he wrote a book called, I think it's called Ghost Rider. Uh, his wife and daughter were killed, like, in a car accident many, many years ago. So, like, basically, was, I believe it was, like, basically his whole family. Yeah. And he took some time off of Rush. Um and he rode his motorcycle across country uh, just to kind of, like, find himself again. And huh. it's like kind of like his, like, memoirs of that journey, which is pretty cool. And yeah, um, Al- Alan from Devon Galley, I was talking to him about it, and, and he's read it. He said it's a great book. So I'm thinking about getting it on, on audio and um, listening to it Yeah. Um, when I'm at work. But I uh, watched a short little documentary last night, which was pretty cool about him where rush would be on tour and he would uh actually when the bus was like traveling to like the next state or whatever he would just like take his motorcycle and go a different way around and just he wouldn't ride on the bus he would just go venture out and i'm like man that is so cool like i can only imagine like all the cool like sceneries that guy saw because he took the the smaller path the pathless taken you know he wasn't on a big you know asphalt highway with on the tour bus yeah but yeah we lost the legend yeah but, see this um, is this is how this is the legacy of neil pert right here i i've always heard like ever since i started drumming i've heard of neil pert never really i could never really tell you right away what band he was in but i knew yeah. neil pert yeah, but I then, then again I didn't really listen to that type of music that much, so that's probably why I didn't know the band. But I always knew Neil Pert. Well, then you also have um, I guess he's the most air drum drummer. So um, oh, most so. people, most people when they hear a brush song, they're usually air drumming, you know. Huh. Um, but also a fun little fact as our little connection that we have at the show in a roundabout way to Neil Pert is in the movie I Love You, Man, they go to a Rush concert, and they love Rush so much. That's the band they bond on with, you know, stopping the bass. Yeah. You know, that's that. And then that's when we where we get that movie is where we get the I'll see you later, I'll see you another time. Yeah. So that's our little connection to that. So I forgot about that. Like full service. I, that's the first thing I thought of. How can you forget <laughs> about that? <laughs> 
but but yeah so i was blasting some rush all week uh you know good stuff um i've been reaching out to uh a few other uh podcasters yeah uh, that uh hopefully we could get them on they have a completely different uh format than us and they're very their shows are very very interesting yeah um you know, so I'm I'm looking forward to 2020, man. I'm and, I'm excited. Uh, spe- um, speaking of the the other uh, the other podcasters, I was listening to an episode the other day and kind of bringing it back to the whole officer down stuff. They right. they said something that kind of stuck with me. Like the people always say, like same thing with the military. The these people know what they signed up for, so a lot of people are like, you know blow it over their shoulder like it's it's, yeah somebody died but they knew that they're that that could happen well yeah right of course they do but it's different when it does happen you know like they they put it into perspective they said something like okay think of think of this like you you leave your house to go to work and you tell your family okay i'll see you later i'll see you when i get home but you don't Mm -hmm. come home how how would your family feel how would you feel if some like if uh, if your wife Tommy said, "I'll see you when I get home," and she didn't come home, like oh, you'd yeah, be devastated, be, right? So people yeah, need to stop thinking about it. Like, oh, they signed up for this type of thing. For one, they didn't. They didn't sign up to die. They signed up to protect people. For now, two, now, you're yeah. talking about the It's Needed podcast, right? Yes, yes, yeah. I highly recommend um, if you're law enforcement you start listening to that podcast. I will promote the heck out of them. It's, uh, it's needed is the name of it. Hashtag um, is it's like needed. Hashtag, yeah. hashtag is needed. It's two current cops that are, you know, breaking that barrier between, uh, the negativity of law enforcement and the law community. Enforcement. Yeah. And Trying to there, get the community a- to see the, that law enforcement isn't just, uh, showing up and taking you to jail. Like they're people too. And, and and their studies are showing that it, what they're doing, just the two of them, uh, Ryan is, I think he's Chino PD, uh, but he, he's down in Southern California, and then AJ is in Ohio. Yeah. And what they're doing on two different sides of the country is they're um, building that bond in their community, and it's working. And if if that's just two guys, if there was more people doing that, and I'm not just sitting here saying just cops are doing this. This includes people like me, where um, I could help do that as well without being a cop, but like just opening people's eyes to like, hey, have you thought thought of the other situation? Have you thought of this? Because people like to respond to emotion and everything. And I I know what episode you're talking about. So I've actually, the past like month, I think I binged all of them. Yeah. And I've taken away so much from that, um, that podcast not just um, on the part of, uh, you know, law enforcement, but as a man, yeah, and a father. I'm like, man, I'm all, like, that hits home. I mean, there there was one episode, man, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was 13. I think it's the one that yep. I sent to you. Yeah, I told it's you 13. listen to. It. And dude, I was in tears. Dude, I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, dude, that's powerful stuff. And that, and it's crazy because people think, you know. That all these guys, you know, they're, they're they're better than this. You know, they're smart. No, these guys have emotions too. Yeah. You know, they're, they're human. We're all human, and that's a great podcast to listen to, especially 
uh, I've been listening to like like a lot more uh, motivational, uplifting things because I said in my, I think it was my breakout episode, my first one, sorry, my second one, the one I did on New Year's, I said my uh, word for the year is going to be positivity. And I wanted to, uh, you know, have less of a negative look on uh, things and just keep that glass half full. Yeah. And man, just hearing that, I was like, oh man, it, it, it like inspired me. It pumped me up. I'm like, oh, I want to go after it like this year. And it's a great podcast and like what you said about um you know how would you feel if someone said you know like well they knew what they signed up for yeah they know they signed up for it. it's a possibility you know for an electrician to die by getting electrocuted when they go to work every day does that mean that when the, if that happens you're like oh well that's part of their job yeah no it's it, it's it can be avoided and i think this morning i mean luckily i mean so we're only like not we're not that far into the new year, but I looked at the officer down memorial page this morning. I think it's one officer gunfire and four auto related, and we had one this morning. I think those an auto related. And yeah, yeah. I looked yesterday cop, and it said four, so that makes sense. And 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 cops are getting ran down, probably not on purpose. And like I said before, pay attention, people, move over. Like, there's no reason why you need to be hugging that lane when they're pulling someone over. Yeah. That's someone's daughter, husband, mom, dad, you know, grandpa, whoever. It, it, that is someone over there, you know. And, I mean, you, have your car break down the freeway, and, you, and you'll see what I'm talking about. I've, have, I've had cars that broke down the freeway, and, man, I just wish more people would just stand over to the side. Yeah. Or, or move over to the side just, just to – or at least slow down. Yeah. Um. I know here in Sacramento, we have the FSP, which is, I think it's the freeway service patrol. Yeah. And dur during rush hour, they'll come out and they'll park their tow trucks just slightly behind the car just in case, Yep. you know, just to give that cushion. And I'm already seeing a trend right now on that memorial page of just auto accidents. And that is something that we could all be better yeah, at. Yeah, that's all preventable. That's all 100% preventable. And and like, I was reading one of the, one of the officer downs, one of the ones that was struck and killed by a car. Uh, he was responding to an accident that had happened yeah. while he was there. Somebody wasn't paying attention, got into another accident right right next to that one. So he went over to help with that one, and then that was when a third car uh, wasn't paying attention and hit him and killed him. So three accidents when like there should have been zero but really there should have only been one if there was any right and i'm trying to look it up right now and i can't really <clears throat> come across it right the back because everything um refreshed so quickly i think it was um it was a female deputy can't remember her name she was the one today uh she got hit while responding well not, not even responding i think she was helping someone across the road um off duty oh wow and she got hit and I'm like, come on. And granted, I'm not going to sit here and say that I've, I've, you know, never almost hit somebody because especially here in, you know, Sacramento where we have a lot of homeless and I work early in the mornings, I'll be driving, you know, downtown Sacramento. Sometimes it's foggy. Sometimes it's rainy. I'll be driving and I'm aware I'm not sidetracked. I'm not texting and all that. I'm just focused on the road doing my thing, but I'll have somebody wearing all black just hop out right in front of me yeah and that's why it's uh so good to just 
be a little bit more attentive during that time. Don't get complacent with driving. Yeah. And, um, I mean, and it's, it's, an, it's not that hard to do. I mean, driving is not a, um, it's a luxury that we have. Um, it's a privilege that we have, um, to get from one place to another very quickly. And a lot of people just abuse it and they like to hot rod around and not pay attention. And oh, this law doesn't apply to me, but I'm like, man, like, I mean, my, my two favorite cousins in the world got killed in a car accident. They're both cousins. Yeah. You know, they got killed in a car accident. And so I take that seriously. I mean, that's why I've never gotten a ticket, knock on wood. You know, that's why I'm, I mean, you driven with me. I'm 65 in the slow lane. I'm the most boring person to be in a car with, but you know what? We're going to leave <laughs> five minutes early and we're going to arrive or we're going to, we're going to arrive, you know, alive, you know, early, uh, alive, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're going to, you know, we just allow that extra time and not be rushed all the time. And I'm just seeing that trend on the officer down of, of the accidents. And like you said, it's just completely preventable. And I mean, I understand like, you know, things are going to happen, but like with criminals and guns and stuff, I mean, that, that that's going to happen, you know, because of the world we live in. But what, yeah. what can I do as a law abiding citizen to make sure that those cops go home safe, obey the laws, move over, pay attention. Yeah. And, and, you know, you and I lost a good friend. Uh, it was uh, 2018, I think, right? Yeah, 2018. Yeah, just at the end of 2018. Yeah, and you know, it was like from a stupid girl that was just in too much of a hurry. Yep. She took away our friend. She took away a father, um, a new father at that. Yep. You know, and I'm like, and now she's in prison, and I hope you have fun in there because, you know. Your your life is still better than his because he's no longer with his family. Yeah, and it just it, it upsets me, man. Like vehicle stuff is like my number one pet peeve when people are weaving in and out of traffic. It's like th th those times when I see that is when I want to. I wish I was, I was like in that video game Twisted Metal when I could <laughs> have like a rocket launcher on the top of my car just come out and just like blow that car up because I'm like that person does not belong here. But you know, you and I played Twisted Metal before. I'm not that good at that game, so I'd probably no, miss you'd anyone. miss, yeah. <laughs> um, but, man, yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah man, I'm, I'm, I'm just excited about this year, dude. I'm, I'm looking forward to some new guests. Uh, like you said, the, the, the beer, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, uh, and hopefully our first live show. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, dude. I'm nervous about it. <laughs> but we'll, just, we'll just give you we'll just give you one of those like sleep masks that you can wear while you're doing it. So then oh, you I, thought you're I thought I thought you were talking like a CPAP, which is no. what I wear already. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, so I wear you can't see. <laughs> um, yeah, I know what you're talking about where where it's like just it goes over my eyes. Yeah, a little yeah, that would blinders. be for everybody else. Like how you calm down horses or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm like I'm sticking out of the back of a truck on a freeway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But man, um is there anything that you're looking forward to besides all that stuff? Uh I don't know. I think I, I kinda talked to you about it a little bit, but one of my goals for this year, like I I kinda I've been thinking about it a lot and I think this year is the year I'm gonna try and actually get involved and actually do something and you might actually be able to help me with it. Um but like I'm, I'm too busy. Yeah, whatever. You'll make time. <laughs> but uh, 
I, I really want to um, start something or be a part of something where like, cause I, I love fishing. Fishing's one of my things that I do to de-stress, you know, just like the podcast This is one of my de-stressors that kind of helps right. me reset. Um, but fishing is another big one. Like I'm almost every weekend I go fishing and yeah. uh, I realize that like it works for me. So hopefully it can work for someone else too. And I kind of want to put that towards like first responders, uh, military, um, even veterans and stuff like that, like PTSD or uh, anybody that's dealt with a hard time and just need to get away and relax for a little bit. I kind of want to start something like that or be a part of something. And I've looked into a couple of of programs so far and uh, hopefully I'll be able to get involved with them. And if not, then maybe just start my own thing or if anybody that listens knows how to start something like that let us know because that's no, something that's that cool. i want to be a part of yeah and i told you a little bit about what i wanted to do which is give me a little tricky because uh it's might need a little bit of schooling <laughs> for it <laughs> but, but like i wanted to uh I'll, I'll probably go in deeper on a solo breakout show where i uh explain why i'm led to this area and not uh you know where I thought I was being led um, yeah. as a career. And, you know, I want to work with the youth. I want to, like, I'm thinking about, like, getting some, uh, like, counseling mentorship skills and just, you know, at first maybe just volunteering my time going to juvie and just, like, talking to some kids. Yeah. Because, you know, that's where uh, we could affect, you know, make the positive impact right now in, um, in at least in the community where I live is with the youth because I see it every Sunday at church. You know, I mean, for the most part, the kids that we get, they're, they're all good kids. What about the other ones? The ones that are a little bit more difficult. Those yeah. are the kids that I want to go after too um, and bring them into a better situation, letting them know like, hey, man, it's all good. You know, uh, there is hope for you, you know, because a lot of them have no fathers, you know, parents in and out of jail, you know, parents are, you know, drugs and, just a product of their environment. But I think again, at the same time, I've seen many um, products of that become something great. Yeah. You know, uh, well, the, I, in, in that, the it's needed podcast. They had a guest on there. That, that's the cool thing about the podcast. They don't only have like law enforcement people as guests. They have, are you, t- are you talking about Jorge? Yes. They have, yeah. they have people who are uh, not necessarily fans of law enforcement on the show and they oh, yeah. have a discussion with them. But they had a guy named Jorge, and he, I think he was 17 or 18, and he was dealing drugs, and he was in a gang. and Full-on gangbanger. And I think he was at the courthouse or something like that, and yeah, a right rival gang front. yeah, rival gang ma- member showed up, and they got into it, and the other gang member pulled out a gun and shot him, I think, six times. And um, he, he was paralyzed from the shooting, from the, the waist down. And he's like now he's one of the biggest motivational speakers in the U.S. And uh, he goes, he, he tells this story about how he's turned his life around. And like he, he lets people know, like, you can come from the worst place because he was born in, I think, Puerto Rico or something like that yeah. and grew up with nothing. And that's mm-hmm. why he got into drugs and stuff, because that gave him things. And yeah, he realized that wasn't what life was about. But uh, yeah kids need that nowadays oh yeah and i just uh 
you know. Oh, one thing, it? one thing he said, sorry. One thing he said was he's in a wheelchair now, but he said he was in a wheelchair before he was in a wheelchair. Right. I remember, I remember, yeah, I remember when he said that. Right when he said that, my mouth dropped. I was like, Oof. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's I was deep. Like, I was like, oh, Tommy must have cried on this episode, too. <laughs> dude, I got, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I, I teared up a little bit, dude. Because, yeah. like, uh, one, of my, one of my things that I, I like the most, and I think it um, affects people the most, isn't um, necessarily, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love church sermons. I love people when people tell stories of the Bible. But it's the stories of where it's someone's testimony of where they came from and, and how they, they overcame it. Yeah. And what they overcame and why they are who they are. Because if you think of us as like pieces of clay, that's all we are. And then our life shapes us and then who, who we become at the very end, it, it, it starts to take form of something that becomes like a work of art. You know, yeah. if, you, if you really want to think about it that way, and you may not think of it in the way as being um, elegant, a way to uh, as an elegant way of getting there to that point like you let's use jorge as an example i don't think that dude um woke up one day and said you know what today i'm gonna get shot i'm gonna be a huge motivational speaker yeah you know um that had to happen for him to become where he was yeah and sometimes we have to uh live through the fire right yeah. to uh to survive and to uh, realize that that's not our path. Like me and uh, when I worked, you know, in corrections, um, it became very, very evident that this isn't where I'm supposed to be. And I was supposed to be somewhere else. And so if I could, you know, talk to one kid and have that one kid go, oh man, you know what? He's right. I have so much uh, more potential than this. This guy sees potential in me. I'm going to change my way. And I mean, you know, if, if there's like 500 kids and I get one, that's a success story. Yeah. You know, but it's going to be no success story unless I don't try. Yeah. And I don't get involved. And whether that being, uh, what I end up doing for the rest of my life, you know, outside, you know, like say I eventually made that a career or if I volunteer every other weekend and do it, dude, I don't care. I'm not in it for that. You know, it's just, it's a passion and just like your, your thing's a passion. And I, I'm like, man, like we could like literally change the area where we live just by just donating a little bit of our time. Yeah. And the, the, the big motivator for me was, uh, hearing this statistic. I think we had what, 135, 36 officers down last year. Is that right? Um, it's, I think it yes. was in the hundred thirties. Um, it was like 200 something, uh, with the other one though, I think. And, uh, but the statistic for, uh, law enforcement officer suicides, uh, the death rate was higher than that. I think it was 219. Yeah. Maybe. And, and those are the ones that you don't really hear a whole lot about. Yeah. And that's, that's part of the reason, like that's, that's one of the driving things that's pushing me towards trying to get involved into something. Um, so like if I can take somebody out and take them fishing and help them realize like this, there's, there's other things that you can focus on and you can get through this right now and be a better person at the end of it instead of them thinking this is it and I have nothing else to live for. If I can get one person to think that way, then that's one less person. 
that, uh, that and they're is not a forgotten. statistic. Yeah. Because we like to throw that around a long time. Gone but not forgotten. Yeah. You know, um, people use that, uh, you know, say that uh, facetiously with uh, 9-11. Yeah. Never forget, you know, and, you know, I don't. I don't ever forget <clears throat> it. And, and like, when my, I had a buddy named Josh. You were actually with me when we were working when I found out my buddy Josh uh, took his own life. Yeah. Uh, from PTSD. He was in, um, he w- I think he spent some time in Fallujah. Uh, he saw some crap, you know, I don't know the full details of what he saw, but he didn't end up taking his own life. Yeah. And, and then I look at that, I'm like, was he forgotten? Cause I, I mean, I didn't forget him cause I would talk to him, but I never actually reached out to him and said, Hey, how are you really doing? Yeah. You know, he, he, cause he was the type of guy I'd be like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, but we don't have those sources to, um, or the resources to actually, you know, fully impact these people's lives. Cause right. Hey, yeah, yeah. You know, you get money, you get, we'll pay you to go to college. You do this, go fight for us overseas. But when you come back, man, you know, you're on your own, dude. Yeah. We don't care. We don't care what you saw. We don't care that, you know, you had to blow up a building and, you know, you had some, um, you know, innocence killed over there. We, we don't care about that because you know what? That's what it's, it's all about war, man. It's, it's war. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't care about the, the firefighter that, you know, gave CPR on that baby. It's what you signed up for. It's what you signed up for. Yeah. No, you signed up for it and you have to deal with it, but we understand you're a human and we're going to help you through that as well. Yeah. Um, because we know that that's hard and we, you know, without them, we can't be who we, we are. So, you know, I think that you, I think I told you about this, how you're, you're attacking the stigma of, you know, police suicide and all that, and just law enforcement, uh, PTSD mainly um, from that aspect. And I'm starting, and I'm at the beginning section yeah. of trying to mentor children. So hopefully that would even out. So they're not having to deal with, hopefully they're dealing with less stuff because of what I'm doing at the beginning and making it easier for you at the end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of a cool thing that we got going and I just um dude it's, it's like walking by faith man. I don't know how it's going to play out. I have no idea how it's going to happen. Um but I want it to. Yeah. And I'm going to make it happen. I don't know how. I'm literally flying by the seat of my pants here. I'm like I don't know how to do it, but like I'm I'm wanting to go to the go to Julie like, "Hey, what do I need?" Like 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 what what classes do I need? Yeah. And then be like, oh, well, you need this, this, this. Cool. I'll sign up for some night school. Yeah. You know, I'll do it. And then, hey, now can I do it on the weekends? You know, because I mean, a long time ago, back uh, right when I first met you, I was doing magic because I'm a nerd. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to do uh, magic at like children's hospitals. But like for me, man, <laughs> I don't know if I could actually handle that because that, dude, that breaks my heart. Yeah, you'd be a mess the whole time. And yeah, and I'm not that great at magic. So <laughs> they just probably think I'm some creeper who just wants to be in there. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I'm like, I, I got a lot to learn. But, you know, like I said, my passion is with youth and yours is with first responders. Dude, I'm like, like I said, dude, 2020, like, um, I'm excited about this. And I'm really excited about like um, talking about it, uh, like in, on future shows and just being like, hey, yeah, this uh, is how remember, it's remember. going. This is what's happening now. It'll be exciting. Remember at the beginning of the year, we were talking about how we didn't know how it was going to happen, but check this out now, dude. Like, 
Like, here's a success story I have. Yeah. You know, and then, and then you could be like, oh my gosh, I took this dude fishing, dude, and he just uh, opened up and like, dude, it's great, and like, he's wanting to help out now too, and then it, it just, it just, you know, expands, dude. I'm like, yeah. I'm like fired up about, it, dude. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. This is uh this is this was a better episode than I thought it was gonna be. It's kind of a last minute. Hey, Tommy, you want to get on the phone and <laughs> found out an episode yeah. real quick? But, well, uh, what's funny is that I I I gotta like give you a little dig here too, since you dig me tw- dug me twice. Uh, you said, dude, I started record. It's hard talking to myself. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I started, I got, I got like dude. seven it minutes is. into it. I was like, uh, who's, isn't somebody going to say something? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, why is no one asking me questions? <laughs> yeah. When, when do I breathe? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Um, but yeah, like today was like super, super busy. And like yesterday I was going to be able to do it, but we had my brother-in-law's birthday. And then I was, you know, when I got home from church today, you know, I, 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 I love my quality time with my kid, so I took my daughter out to dinner, and we're, you know, just doing, like, the daddy-daughter checkup. You know, how's school going? You know, what was on your mind? Let's talk about it. You know, just I like to leave that open communication. Um, you know, I like to leave that line open. That's what my parents had with me, and, and it helped me a lot. And then you said, hey, man, are you going to uh, – you have, like, 30 minutes, and I think we're, like, in an hour now. Yeah, like, we're sweet. getting close to an hour now. Uh, and so I'm like uh, – I'm like, oh, man, I don't know, man. I'm at dinner with Evelyn right now, but we were, like, actually done. And I'm like, but there's also two more minutes in this Green Bay game that I'm watching, which means it's, like, an hour left um, yeah. because Russell Wilson keeps falling on the ground. And I'm like, um, yeah, well, let me head home, and let's let's get it done. I mean, it's always funner when you're talking to someone else. Yeah. Because you can just go back and forth all day, man. I mean, I we get, like, six we get, like, six-hour episodes if we wanted to. Yeah, my phone's so. going to die, though, so. Oh, what? <laughs> what? You're so unprepared. I know. So unprofessional. So, but yeah, and I think we're planning on recording this upcoming weekend. I think we are, right? Yeah, we should be. Yeah, and then we'll probably have a more, uh, uh, you know, true topic that we'll stick to. And hopefully, uh, you know, we'll find out who's going to the Super Bowl by then. Yeah. And Niners. <laughs> all the way, dude. We'll see. <laughs> uh, they're playing it's gonna be it's gonna be good whatever it is yeah all right so. <clears throat> other than that uh if you guys have any uh suggestions for for future uh guests or anything like that for us give us a call 916-259-3030 or drop us an email leave a comment on facebook um i think one of our resolutions tommy is to be a little more active on facebook this year <laughs> Dude, what are you talking about? I'm always on Facebook. I'm the one that does it. I know. We need to be more active, though. Like more polls? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Like, I think I've only put out one poll, which was uh, Die, Hard. Die Hard a Christmas movie. And yeah, two, people said, two people said no, my mom and my friend Cody. I'm like, you guys are wrong. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> and the poll says so. <laughs> and and it's a family movie at that. Yeah. <laughs> yippee ki <laughs> have you seen the uh, tv version of that uh the, yeah i watched edit? it the other day i forget what they said though he says yippee mr falcon oh <laughs> <laughs> he's like yippee mr falcon it's completely dubbed in it's hilarious uh. <laughs> all right oh yeah and untapped uh check out untapped for all the beers oh yeah uh, and i don't think we added the beers from the last episode with you and chris yeah, we haven't. We might just have to put uh, some 
what do you call it, some pictures up on Facebook because I don't think they're going to be on there. The last ones were the ones we did when we were all in the studio together. We can try it. So, I'll send you some pictures of them. Okay. All right. right. Yeah. That was good. I like it. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And, uh, Tommy, I'll let you uh, do your little sign-off. Um, you, you go first. No, no, no. You do. It's been that long. No, you say, I'll see you later. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> gonna later be some... to the Minjay. <laughs> I'll talk to you then, or I'll talk to you another time. Jobin. <laughs>